Welcome back to the Benchwarmers. We are joined by an all-round good guy in the world of rugby league, Jamie Bura. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me, fellas. Not a problem. Uh, where are you these days? You're, you're back home down at the Northern Beaches? I am, I am. Yeah, I live in Belrose uh, with my wife and four kids. Um, spent a fair bit of our time here, so uh, you know, we loved our time up in Newey, but we had family home down here that we returned to uh, when my time was done. Rugby yep. league. How how did you go when um, the beaches closed down with with um, COVID not long ago? That would have been interesting. It wasn't wasn't ideal. We got we got three weeks off at work, uh, and I was locked down for three weeks, and it just so <laughs> happened to coincide with the lockdown. It's pretty, um, but there's nothing you can do about it. Um, mm. Look, uh, I'm pretty lucky where we live. We've got a bit of bushland near our place, so. We got yeah. out and about with the kids because uh, if you were stuck at home, you'd uh, oh. go absolutely crazy. So we were very busy doing our best. Yeah. Absolutely. So you were born in Westmead and you grew up in the Parramatta area. Um, what team did you follow growing up and did you have a favourite player? Or? It, uh, I grew up, I was born in Westmead. I grew up in Blacktown and uh, I was a Manly fan, actually. Yeah, right. Um, well, that worked out well for you. So uh, my uh, my old boy and my pop, they were they were Manly fans, and uh, I was a Manly fan by virtue of uh, family. And um, probably the the players I love, um, you know, obviously Beaver uh, is yep. one that stands out. Uh, ben Kennedy actually was my favourite player. Um, oh, yeah, right. Oh, BK. Uh, I I used to wear uh, BK's Reebok boots. I remember I used to wear them. <laughs> I don't think many people yeah. wore them because they were ugly things, but I loved them because BK wore them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, did you get many comparisons between you and, and Menzies with the headgear? Oh, look, there was, uh, I think, just more by virtue of me playing for Manly, being a back yeah. rower. Um, if yep. you put us side by side, we look not, like he's six foot four and he's <laughs> lean and he's super fast and I'm like a little fat, like a little stocky dude. So, like... Uh, that's where the comparison stopped, I think, is just the headgear and playing for Manly. But, uh, look, it was something that I, uh, I certainly appreciated uh, because he was someone that I certainly admired as a player and as yeah. a person when I later met him. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it, uh, I didn't prescribe to the theory that we were, we were a like-for-like. <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah, uh, made your first, day gr- uh, first grade debut uh, against the Eels in 2010. Do you remember much of the game? I do remember... I remember tackling Fui and um, oh. I remember tackling kind of Jared Hayne and, and all like um, you know, Nathan Highmarsh tackle me and it's yep. weird because you're like, fuck, I'm like They're trying idols. to tackle these <laughs> Yeah. Like these, um, these people that, um, you know, you grow up watching and respecting and then you're in the arena with them. Uh, yeah. It was really cool, really cool experience. I remember it coming off after about 25 minutes and I sat down on the sideline and I turned um, and said, geez, I'm, I'm buggy. That was so fast. And he said, oh, this is a really slow game. I um, yeah, I think it might have been Georgie Rose actually. But, um, it, uh, yeah, that's what I remember. I remember my family being there. Yep. Um, you know, people that had helped me achieve that dream. It was really special just to come off the field and, and see how yep. – my debut did so much for them yeah. because uh, they obviously yeah. played a massive part in me ever getting there. Do you, do you sit down and watch the game tape of, of, of your first game all the time or is it? I've, no, no, no. Look, I haven't actually watched it back. Like I would have watched it back a couple of times when it happened, but I, yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I've done it. It's probably 
I'm glad you reminded me. I might actually look it up. Very <laughs> <It's>, more likely <laughs> to watch the grand final, wouldn't it? It uh, well, yeah. I actually haven't watched that grand final back either too much. <laughs> it's weird. It's, uh, it's one of them ones where um, I don't really watch too many games back. Like when you play, you do you do review, but yeah, when someone reminds you that a game's on, then you might watch it. Like uh, I, whenever grand finals roll around, uh, the 2013 one that we lost to the Roosters was on. Yeah. And, Everyone's yeah, messaging yeah. me pictures of myself on there going, watch it. So then you watch it and you think, fuck, why did I watch that? Yeah, what did I watch this <laughs> for? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Same. to be honest, I don't watch too many back. Like I've got a few uh, YouTube highlights. Most of them are me getting flogged. So sometimes I watch them back um, <laughs> for a bit of a laugh. So, yeah. Yeah. so speaking of the grand final, so you were lucky enough to win one with Manly in 2011. Got any good uh, celebration stories, like similar to riding a skateboard half naked down a busy street or anything oh, like that? Look, we had a great time. Um, <laughs> I remember, you know, we were on a boat uh, on the Monday. So we played the Sunday, go back, family family and friends and, and club stuff. Mm. And um, you're obviously tucking in, having a good time, everyone's celebrating. And then all the boys onto the boat on Monday and yep. we went out into the harbour. And um, yeah. I remember David Williams had a neck brace on, did a backflip off like this second story boat into the water. And like we had plenty of our boys jump in. Um, they were throwing boys in. We're in the middle of the harbor. <laughs> like uh, it was so funny and terrifying at the same time. Yeah, I would have been <laughs> shitting myself because sharks it, the whole time. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but then you think about that, like, I don't know. That was 2011, so it's not that long ago. But can you imagine the boys doing something like that now? Like, yeah, oh, no. Probably get all over the yeah. It, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's probably. Look, there's worse stories, but that's probably the best one I'll share. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, in 2017, um, you had to leave your, your, you know, that tight knit group you had at Manly in a player swap with Uarte. Um, how hard was it to pull yourself away from Manly? It was really hard, um, more because I had another year to go. Uh, mm. I'd finished the year as a co-captain at Manly. Um, we just bought a house, uh, just had yeah. my second child. Um, we had everything was here. And so it was, it was a bit more of, more than football at that stage. Yeah, yes. it wasn't. It wasn't just oh, it's Manly, I can't leave. You know that yeah. certainly played a role, but it was more everything around that and my family and schools um, and-, and schools and, and and those types of things where. Yeah, you know, you've got your your kind of your network, your support network. Um, mm. But um, so it was. It was a really difficult decision, but I, ultimately it was a decision I had to make. Um, yeah, you know, it was. It was. Uh, it just wouldn't have been good for my career if I'd stayed. Um, yeah. to say as politely as possible. Is it a bit more forced when it's a player trade? It's not really a negotiation. Yeah, it, it seems a bit uh, more. When you leave with a year on your contract. Um, Nine times out of ten, you you you're being pushed out, um, yeah. and um, and like at the end of the day, this this happens. I'm not condoning it. I don't think it's it's great, but um, you know, clubs have got to manage their cap. And unfortunately, mm. Manly didn't see me as somebody that they wanted in their team the year you know in 2017. Yeah, um, and Newcastle did. Uh, Manly wanted a winger. Newcastle didn't. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, and that's kind of how it was born. You know, there's obviously a fair bit of um, of water on it, the stuff that goes in on and amongst that, but yeah. that's probably the basic message of of how yeah. the swap come about. So, Manly and Knights, as you know, have like such a historic rivalry going back. 
How was it that first time that you uh, had to play against me and you pulled on the Knights jersey? I loved it. It's yeah. um, <laughs> oh, they're like so many. They're some of my best mates. Like yeah. um, you know, some of my absolute best mates. Like best mm. man at my wedding is a bloke that poked me in the eye at the end of that game <laughs> and, and daily. Um, so it, uh, I loved it, and I loved beating them because I knew, I knew. Newcastle d- doesn't win at Brookie. Like I was part yeah, of that manly team that doesn't. You just never. We never won that. They never yeah, won that. Yeah. And then I was part of the team that won there. I fucking <laughs> I loved that. I loved it. Yeah, that would have been classic. It, um, it, you brought that uh, up a few times when you saw the guys. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, um, it was something that uh, yeah, I didn't let them forget in a hurry. But um, yeah. yeah, it was. Look, it was. It was strange. It was strange. Like. Uh, you know, just pulling on the Newey jersey for the first yeah. time, um, just having been, you know, wearing a Manly jersey, you know, from the moment I was, you know, five or six. But yeah. um, it didn't take me long to buy into everything that the, the club's about and the town's about. And certainly yeah. my wife and I fell in love with the place. So um, Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys seem to long. settle in really well as a family. Yeah, we had our twins up there. They're Hunter, they're Hunter Bourne, Hunter Hunter Bourne. <laughs> so, yeah. um your first home game, home game debut for the Knights um, was a pretty big one for the club because I, I don't think we'd won for almost a year. Um, how, how was that feeling amongst the playing group and f- for yourself? Because I guess you weren't a part of the struggle the year before, but h- how did it feel among, amongst the group? Oh, it was outstanding. We, we should have won the week before against the Warriors uh, over in New Zealand. Um, yeah. We shouldn't. We'd spoken all week about not putting a grubber kick in and then we put a grubber and Roger runs the field and we end up losing by a try. So we were a bit frustrated because we should have won that one. Uh, yeah. We'd had a good preseason and then we went home and we we won, we beat the Titans uh, and we did it pretty comfortably in the end. Um, you know, while it looked like it was a bit of to and fro on, we felt like we had their measure. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of... Um, for me, it was a lot of satisfaction in the players that I played with who had been there through that streak of not winning games mm. um, and just seeing their passion and seeing them rewarded for a lot of hard work that they'd put in, you know, the previous, yeah. you know, six months in the preseason. Um, and then obviously being a leader in that team, um, I got a lot of satisfaction out of, you know, the result. You know, I'd come up there to try and win. I wanted to yeah. change the culture, you know, yeah. help develop some of these young blokes that have got a heap of potential you know, and play my role that way. And I saw that as, you know, the first step. So pretty satisfying. Yeah, I was going to touch on that actually because because of those tough um, years we had in 2015 and 16, with you coming up into um, 2017 and having the co-captaincy, was there a lot of pressure on you to to lift the team and get us off the bottom of the ladder? Yeah, there, there was. But most of that was internal. Um, you know, I felt an obligation you know, I didn't come up there on massive money or anything, but I was there to be a leader. You know, yep. that's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I was a, a quality player without being an outstanding player. I was up there more to try and develop that next, um, you know, rung of good players. Hopefully, like the Mitch Barnett's and the Safidis and, you know, the Fitzgibbons, hopefully they can look back at that time and, and say, fuck, I got a bit out of what JB brought. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. really what I come up there for. And, um, you know, and I wanted to play my best footy too. Don't I'm not saying I was up there for a holiday and you know, I was out there doing my best too, but that was the role that I thought, you know, that I was there to play, that that ultimately I felt like I did play. So, yeah, as a co-captain, I think I took a lot of responsibility for the culture um, and I really wanted the boys to, to understand that they need to work hard. 
to get success, but they also need to to enjoy each other's company as a team. We had to build good bonds off yeah. the field where, yeah. you know, we're going to dinners and having beers and getting the partners involved and doing those things that I think are important in building a team. So yeah. Yeah. I think I took um, – I put a fair bit of pressure on myself in that that perspective, but it's something that I really enjoyed and it was part of the challenge when I went up there. So I was yeah. happy to accept it. Um, so, so when the likes of, you know, Mitchell Pierce, um, Caelan Ponga and stuff came to the club, you kind of set the way – like you were kind of the one of the first big names signings that the Knights got through that period, um, which led to round one of 2018, uh, Mitchell Pierce field goal against Manly in Golden Point. How what was that win like against your old club? Oh, it was great. Like I said, it um, I loved beating them. But, uh, <laughs> It's like they're my mates. It's kind of like uh, when you verse your mates in everything, you're so competitive. So yeah. um, it was a bit more than that because you know, we'd had you know, KP, obviously, and, and Piercy who had outstanding seasons in 2018. You know, we, weren't, we didn't know at that point that they were going to be almost dual daily M winners. They played that mm, well. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, it was just a great way to start the year. You know, I was at yeah. home. Um, it was at Mac Jones, pack crowd, field goal. Yeah. Like that's how – you know, that's how you build momentum, those types of wins that you win, um, you know, last minute, you know, in some capacity that needs a lot of hard work and effort and you get yep. rewarded for it. Um, so it was a really, it was a perfect way to start on many levels. You know, oh, brilliant. Also the fact that I could go and brag about it to the Manly boys. <laughs> <laughs> so another memory, um, which we won't pick on Manly anymore, it's against a different club this time, but round seven, 2018, um, we're down by two with two minutes on the clock. Mitchell Pierce is off the field. Um, you get your hands on the ball, put that um, uh, kick across to SKD um, to score the match winner. Um, that, yeah, like we remember that all to this day. That was great. So obviously yeah. for yourself, that yeah. must be a great memory. Yeah, mate. Uh, that was my 150th first grade game as well. Oh, yeah, right. Awesome. Uh, so I uh, had my family up there, mum and dad, uh, a couple of my good mates, uh, my daughter actually. One of my daughters was up there too. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was um, – it was awesome. Like that's the best way to win the game. Like I'm yeah. a one fiftieth as well, and you know I'd I'd it had I'd been mostly a utility. That's kind of when I fully went to the utility role. So it's it's somewhat it's sometimes you get thirty minutes, forty minutes, fifty minutes. Yeah. Um, end up playing halfback for ten minutes. So it's one of them ones where you you just enjoy being part of, and obviously yeah. uh, to get the win in that fashion, to kick for. For Skidzy, he's got, uh, you know, he can get up and leap with the best of them. And yep. uh, it was a bloody sweet way to finish it off. <laughs> that was a minors round too, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, up in Tamworth. Yeah, the minors yeah. round. Yeah. yeah, Tamworth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, we had the minor jerseys on. Yep. Yeah. That's probably one of the ones that I've watched back, like heaps. Did, did you ever, when you were running drills at training when um, PC came back, where did you ever take the ball off him and say, mate, this is how you kick it? I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Just All the watch. time. All the time. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> It, uh, no, it's, uh, it was good. It's, um, yeah, that's, a, that's certainly a good memory. So what was it like being at a packed McDonald Jones Stadium when that uh, Newcastle chant would go up? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like it's, I think it's the best part about playing first grade is like the crowd um, yeah. and the crowd getting behind you and just being so loud sometimes where you can't really – hear each other and um, you're getting abused and, um, you know, they're abusing people and, you know, the Newcastle chant goes up and, um, 
it's just it's an awesome place to play footy too, Mac Jones. Like it's yeah, uh, very yeah. like almost like gladiatorial. Um, they're looking the down top. on you, and yep. the track is such a good track to play footy on. Like it's really fast, and you feel yep. always sure of foot. Um, yeah, when that wind comes in, it's a bit shit, but um, yeah. <laughs> that's just Newcastle in general, isn't it? But yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> middle of winter. Uh, yeah. It, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great place to play. Uh, it's a great place to play footy. And it's even better to play it, you know, as a new a Newcastle in a Newcastle jersey. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're when you're running a team down with the fans behind your back. So you decided to hang it up at the end of the 2019 season, which was a bit of a shock to everybody. Like, how did you know? Did you feel it was just time? Or yeah, it was. Um, look, I probably come to that conclusion um, pretty early in the season. Um, I knew from the start that I wasn't going to play a heap of first grade games. Um, yep. Just the way our roster was structured, and you know we had you know uh, you know blokes like Mitch Barnett, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, and now eighty minute players, and um, you know we just uh, yeah there's just people that were playing better footy than me at the mm. time, and probably were better for the team at that time. Um, you know to be starting, and um, I just thought. I just would throw everything I could into this last year and just see what happens. And and yeah. and if what that meant was you know a lot of the off-field stuff. You know, yeah. I uh, always tried to be the you know the probably the hardest worker even in my last year where I'm one of the last off the field. You know, bringing people in and get them involved and then playing reserve grade where I felt like I wanted to try and give confidence to and develop kind of those next you know, rung of players. And, and we had some great times playing in Reggie. So we didn't win as many games as we should have, but yeah, you know, there's some fantastic players in that team. Like Brady Best played a couple of games and, mm. um, you know, there's a few others, uh, you know, Brody Jones and, and those that, that are certainly going to come on and, and probably make a, a, a fair career of themselves. Now, look, I've left out plenty. I probably shouldn't have named them names. We're <laughs> getting a few texts tonight. Um, no, well, not tonight, but, but yeah. Basically, but basically uh, long story short, I knew then that, you know, I was ready to be to be done. If there was yeah. an opportunity for me to stay at Newey for one more year, um, you know, I would have considered that. Um, I didn't really want to go to the UK. You know, I had four yeah. wife and four kids. Um, yes, yeah, it's pre-COVID, so it's almost yeah. prophetic that we didn't go just <laughs> yeah. early. Yeah. Um, but uh, it just wasn't something for us. And, yeah. Um, yeah. and I was pretty content with what I'd achieved in the game and ready to kind of move yeah. on to that next chapter. And it was I'm, – I'm really grateful that that's how I – I re- was able to retire. There wasn't yeah. this, mm. you know, stress for far out. I've got to keep playing as long as I can. I need this. And I could just say, with all honesty, I gave it a good crack and it's time to hang them up. And um, it would have been satisfying too, like you said before. So you, you got to see the team like build around you and knowing you were a part of that would have been quite satisfying. So, yeah, like I'd love seeing them playing the finals last year and you know, I follow them, you know, really closely. Like I love, there's so many boys in that team I absolutely love. And, Love what Adzi's doing, and, and I'll yeah. be rooting for them. Hopefully, uh, they'll be in the finals in the top four. And fingers crossed. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing. Was it next Friday? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Bulldogs. So, what are you doing with yourself these days? What 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 do you do to keep busy since hanging up the boots? Mate, I, I work for the RLPA, so the Rugby League Players Association. Yep. Um, they're um, you know, for lack of a better term, they're, they're players' union as such. Yep. And my role is player operations, where I work with eight clubs, eight NRL clubs, one of which is the Knights, uh, build okay. relationships with the with the players and the staff, 
um, and basically assist where I can. You know, where there is a player representative. You know, um, you know any issues. Essentially, we exist to advance and protect the players' interests. Yeah. Um, just like yeah. most unions operate. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great job. It's it's always passionate about kind of helping people, and um, this is a role that enables me to continue to help. You know people that are essentially my friends in many capacities yeah, and people that I know and I'm yeah. familiar with. It also gives me exposure to the industry. Um, yeah, and you still get that that team environment as well. Yeah, but I'm also playing local footy. So, uh, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah right. Who, who are you playing for? Yeah. And I'm playing for the Belrose Eagles and the Sydney oh, Shield. Oh, back to the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, so I live in Belrose, so it's, I can walk to train and it's really handy. Yeah, nice. Uh, lots of young fellas, they keep me... Keep me young and refreshed, and uh, how's how's the body holding up? Yeah, not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. <laughs> uh, my uh, my old knees are ain't what they used to be. So yeah. I uh, I don't foresee uh, it's been my last year. I think. So looking back at your time with the Knights, is there any fond memories that we haven't already touched on that really stick out to you? Or I think that first win uh, was was great. Um, you know, beating Manly at Brookvale, um, but I think. Now, honestly, a lot of my fondest memories happened off the field up there. Um, yeah. You know, and we didn't we didn't uh, we didn't win as many games as uh, we would have liked. Obviously, yeah. um, I would have loved to have gone up there and and gotten the final straight away. And obviously, we didn't even get that in the three years I was there. But um, I think a lot of the friendships and the things we did off the field as a team, where we really built you know a strong culture where we loved and respected each other. And yeah. Yeah. It sounds a bit, I suppose, corny to say, but they're they're my my, my most favoured and treasured memories are, yeah, uh, yeah, are a lot of those different. things, yeah. and um, yeah, I think there's been there has been some great wins that we've had, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, in amongst that, but it's certainly the off field stuff that sticks out for me. Yeah. So talking about the off field stuff, do you do you get to see like apart from through your work, do you hang out with any of the old boys from from the nights much? Yeah. Um, so the good thing is, like, I go up there. I try and get up there every one, once every month or so, and catch yep. up with the boys. Um, watch them have a run around, go and get some feed, go for a swim, um, and uh, and try and um, and try and organise that so I can do that somewhat semi regularly. Yep. I speak to the boys. Um, you know, every couple of weeks, I'm generally talking to the boys. Um, but uh, yeah, we. We still have a close friendship. Um, you know, I was up there two weeks ago catching up with them. So um, that's the, the current playing group. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's their friendships I have for a long time. I'll certainly be making time to get up there throughout the year, maybe uh, after a Friday night game so we can go and have a beer. Go and have a couple of drinks. Yep, nice. Well, that kind of leads into my next question, which was um, we have a saying <laughs> at the Knights, which I'm sure you're aware of. Um, uh, called Once a Night, Always a Night. So um, could we ever possibly see you at one of the old boys' days, the traditional old boys' oh, days? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's something that um, I'd absolutely be keen to do. Um, you know, I love – I think the Knights Old Boys is is probably the best at it. Uh, we see um, – you know, I know that, uh, that Gids is pretty hands-on in that space. Uh, Kirk Gidley, I know, yeah. you know they give an old boys, they catch up at 6 o'clock almost every yeah, morning. Yeah, love train. It. Yeah. It, um, I love that. It's, uh, it's how all old boys should be. It's, it's yeah. how they should aspire yeah. to be. Um, I wasn't up there for, for a, a heap of time, but it's certainly uh, I'll be rocking up on old boys' day as long as the invite's there. 
Exactly. Um, so do you have any, how do you, how do you think the boys will go this year and is there any players that you're really looking forward to watching? Um, I think I think they go, the boys will go well. Um, you know, I think there's certainly, um, they should go well. Like uh, they, they, they should be a bit of confidence amongst the group, you know, looking around that team and seeing what they've got. You know, they've got a lot of, we've seen, you know, a lot of the players that I spoke about have started to take those big steps up. Um, and become real on-field leaders. We've seen Daniel Safidi; he's got the co-captaincy, which is bloody mm. unbelievable. Yeah, it's so, it was so so good and and well deserved. Goes to show the growth in their game. And I think you know those boys, the Safidi brothers and Barnard, and um, you know I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Brady Best. Um, yeah, you yeah. know hopefully Touchwood gets you know full season um, yeah. and healthy. <laughs> I think he's an absolute beast. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and I think KP, you know, getting KP the ball in good areas, uh, mm. him taking the game on, I'm looking forward to seeing him because, you know, um, he is a bona fide superstar, but there is still growth in his game, which is scary. Yeah. Uh, scary <laughs> for, for the scary, opposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I'm excited. I think um, having Greeny there uh, as well it, it will be good uh, for Piercy when he comes back. Uh, but I'm yeah. also excited to see. Who takes that number six spot while Granny's on the sidelines? It'd be interesting to see yeah. if you know, is it a Phoenix Crossland? You know, is it you know Killer from last year? Does he take that six spot back? And yeah, um, yeah. I'll be interested to see uh, if they take it and run with it. You know, uh, because we know you know Pierce is at his back best when he's directing and taking the line on, but it's important yeah. that uh, that six you know plays a good role. So yeah, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty excited to see how the boys are going. Um, so, yeah. I, all right, I got I got a left field question for you. Um, our, our good mate uh, Nath Ryan on the social media side of things. While you're at the club, he's he's not there anymore. Um, did you feel a bit stitched up during your re-signing announcement? The mystery re-signing. The mystery re-signment. They 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 they've built this and built it and built it for days and days and days. Um, and it was around the time of a big name player possibly signing with the club. They announce you and everyone sits back and says, but uh, where's Clemmer? How, <laughs> how does that make you you feel on the other end of that? Oh, look, it may, I'm fine in terms of uh, I've got a pretty thick skin, um, yeah. but it was a massive stitch up. Like, yeah, it was huge. <laughs> particularly there's all this speculation of Clem coming and, then they did that, and then I wasn't sure. I was thinking, was it Clem? Because I'd signed the contract a couple <laughs> weeks before. I was like, all right, who is it? Who is this mystery signing? And then they did me. And then um, my social media just got pumped. So many fans <laughs> were, were into me, like into me. Like it's my fault. Like, like how could you do this? Uh, I, I, this one person was like, I can't believe you'd do such a thing. We really wanted Clemmer to come and then then you announced yourself as the signing like it's such an unfair and a poor thing to do to the fans. And I was like, mate, wow. I didn't do it. I didn't do, it. Yeah. I didn't do any of this. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm really sorry that you're upset. Hopefully we can get Clemmer. And then they end up apologising. But, yeah, I got a yeah. fair bit of hate out of that. Um, it was obviously misplaced, very yeah. misplaced. Um, look, um, it, uh, but for all those people who were a bit upset, it's okay. I was upset we didn't get Clemmer then as well. <laughs> what was it like? Yeah, exactly. What was it like in the club? Like, was it a, was it a bit of a joke amongst the boys when, when that happened, or it kind of went over not, people's heads? Not, not really. It's because uh, it, it happened, I think, in the off season, didn't it? It was kind of like yeah, uh, I can't remember. Um, 
So we weren't all together. It was early in the season. Maybe I wasn't even back. So we didn't really talk about it uh, too much. Um, so it was more of a, for those who knew me, um, you know, my wife, I was showing my wife, like, look at this, people are abusing me. Like, look at them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, look, it's, it's pretty funny. It, um, look, I made sure uh, Nate Ryan was aware of uh, some of the, the backlash I got. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, look, he did it well-intentioned. He did it well-intentioned. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, the boys didn't want to see, the fans didn't want to see me come back. They wanted to see uh, Big Name back. Oh, you, oh, I'm happy to see you back. We just, yeah, everyone yeah. just, yeah, clever. Anyway, thank you. Um, so you played 173 first grade games. Uh, f- 45 of them were for the Knights. It definitely felt like you played more. Um, I was quite shocked when I read it was only 45. Um, like we we have a lot to thank you for, you know, coming to the club in such a dark time, and then putting the um, culture in the right direction, putting the boys in the right direction on the field. Um, that was a lot a lot to do with yourself. You could, you could see that from the sideline. Um, so, yeah, we just want to say a huge thank you from, yep. from the bench warmers. Um, and thank you very much for coming on and having a chat with us. No, that's fine. No, no, I really appreciate the kind words. Um, it's uh, Look, it's three years of my life that I look on fondly. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'll be a newy old boy. Uh, absolutely. The, uh, the yeah, old absolutely boys yeah. Like Will saying, you're always welcome back to Newcastle, mate. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Excellent. Cheers, Excellent. buddy. Thank you very much him. for that. No worries. No worries at all. We're more than a team. And the heart of a city, we wear on our sleeves for the red. And the blow till the end we will fight. Sing long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. For the red and the blue till the end we will fight. Sing long live the Newcastle Knights.